Hello, everyone. Welcome to Goodbye Bullshit, Hello Happiness, Young and Empowered Edition. Uh, it's December, so we figured, well, December and close to the holiday season, so we figured we'll do a show about seasonal depression, holiday blues, and how do we just take that stress out of the holiday season for all of us? Um, my host, Samir, welcome. Thank you for being here again with me. Thank you for having me, as always. Thank you. So, Samir, I wonder how things are in your household with your friends, with family. I know for me, um, before, a long time ago, I know holidays were a big stress point in having to do things a certain way, um, having to spend a certain amount of time doing certain things with family, just the whole gifts and setting things up and... Um, and as I let go of the rules that I had set that the holidays had to be a certain way. And um, I sort of shifted into a new place for myself that just I'm going to let it be. And whatever I feel like, we'll let that happen. And I don't have to do any of it. And I'm not obligated to do anything. Um, it's sort of shifted and now I see like my family has come in the same manner as that it's a free flowing kind of a holiday and we all, it's easier to get together because there isn't any rules and on how many hours we got to spend together and all the gift giving and everything else and even the food you know we were so adamant about like we had to make certain foods and we had to um had to be all of it home cooked now a day sometimes during the holidays nobody feels like cooking we just want to enjoy so it's like okay we're just gonna order the food and get the food and have it eat it that way or we'll cook a portion of it and get a portion of it so it's just the rules we let go of and it's made it simpler and easier and um less hassle-free and less stress and more enjoyable so how has it been for you in general during this time of year so I love that, you know. I, I love not having to put. I'm sorry, the tank is. It's, it's okay. Good. Let him be in the background. Jesus, <laughs> go outside. But um, I've I've always I've always I like what you said about you know to removing the labels and removing the obligations during this time of the year, and coming from a place of of just enjoyment and, and uh, gratitude for being around the people that you love. I feel like that's. You going from that angle versus having to beat expectations of last year. Oh, I got my, you know, my friend or my significant other, my my brother, this big of a gift last year. I have to top it. It's I feel like it's putting it puts unnecessary stress on you, and, and um, it it takes you out of the moment to actually enjoy what the holidays are, are here for, which is to bring us all together. But um, I I notice you know as I get older and as time moves on my peers and people around my age and, and you know, as, as life goes on and we lose people and we, we, uh, we, you know, cut ties with people or we fall out of friendships that the holidays tend to become harder as we progress in this, this game called life. So I feel like, um, not to, it's, it's hard, it's easier said than done, but 
when you're especially going through the holidays with a, a loved one that's normally there with you not there uh it, it could trigger some some memories and past them like times with that loved one mm-hmm. so my suggestion to whoever's going through that is to you know use those memories at use those memories to fuel you and get you through this holiday season in a in a in a positive light I I like what you said. I um, I forgot about that aspect of it. We fortunately, unfortunately, however, we haven't had for a long time now. Um, you know, hadn't had a close one um, that had to that wasn't there. Right. But um, it is a difficult time, um, very emotional time for people because that it is a time where everybody's together and you notice when somebody that was always there, that presence is not there. Um, And there was a show I did, I think a couple months ago um, with Sarah on magical curiosities edition of what we do. And her mom had passed away and we talked about when you connect to your loved ones in a different way after they've passed and you allow sort of that energy, that presence to be there, you can still sort of be sad and miss the physical part that's not there. But like you said, when you allow those memories to be there and you enjoy those memories, and even when we're with other people, you talk about it and you remember those good times that you've had. And um, it's sort of a new invitation, like you're inviting their spirit to come and be with you during that time. Yes, it's not the same as them physically being there but you if when you get in the habit i feel that mm, you connect with people in sort of an energetical way um that is beyond the physical when that time comes that they're past they're moved on and they're not there anymore physically it allows those times, those family times, those holiday times to be a little bit easier because you sort of like still invite them in, like be here with us, you know? And like you said, when you talk about those memories and good times, it shifts, it changes things. Sadness is there, but it's not as heavy. Exactly, exactly. And I, and I, I do feel like, you know, people need, to know that their their avenues and, and ways to detour from the, the pain that they experience for not having their loved ones during the holidays, especially if it's their first holiday cycle without, mm-hmm. you know, depending if it's a, a brother, a mother, sister, whatever the case, whatever relationship you had, it's I feel like it's it'll be inevitable that you're gonna experience some pain the first time around. But um, at least knowing there there are ways to channel and maneuver those feelings, you know, and, and to uh, instead of, you know, sitting in the sadness, you know, trying to transmute it, like you said, having the conversations with family members about the keeping their memory going on and just finding ways to to channel that, that sadness and turn it into something beautiful during this time. Yeah, and um, one thing that popped up for me as you were talking is that 
during those times, I, I think again, also make sure you're not doing a have to in terms of even the grieving process. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we feel like even in the grieving process, there are certain things we have to do, we have to follow, we have to let it be a certain way. Um, like I mentioned, um, Sarah, we were talking about that. Um, at some point she was like, you know, my mom had passed away and I was feeling happy. And I, there were times like she said that it, if she wasn't who she was and she had healed all, all those parts, she would have felt guilty about being happy. She would have felt bad, like, okay, no, I need to be grieving right now. And that grieving needs to be a certain way and look a certain way. Mm -hmm. But when she let go of that and let her grieving be that, yes, I can right now be happy and joyful and still feel that I miss my mom and miss her presence here. Um, So let the grieving you figure out your grieving process for you during this time and how you want to express that grieving is entirely up to you and how you want to share it with the the people around you also is entirely up to you because i think that's the other part when you let go of those that stress of i have to be a certain way do a certain things you know, yeah. it frees you up. If you need to cry, cry. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but don't sit in there because you have to. Right, right. I, I'm you, you unintentionally covered a question I was going to ask you because my family's currently going through something similar with the passing of my aunt, and my, which is my mom's sister. And um, I was going to ask you, you know, for somebody who feels guilty about moving on, how she doesn't feel like in her right mind she could move on and be the same without feeling guilty and you and you covered it beautifully and uh, i thank you for that Um, thank you everything is always working out see earlier we were talking about something and tank got us (laughs) always we always get the messages and that's i think part of what we're saying today we're always getting what we need we're always receiving the messages. It's just that willingness to be open to receive it in right. whatever shape, shape or form it comes. We're Absolutely. always getting what we need. Absolutely. And then, like you, like you said, tying back into that original conversation, just trying to have things a specific way in a specific order, you know, it, it t- t- nine times out of 10 doesn't end up happening the way it does, but what, the way it does end up happening is what we needed the most. So I feel like there's a there's a silver lining in it. It's just a, a reminder to, to trust the process and, and be open. Exactly. So question for you. Um, you mentioned your aunt's passing. Now, how do you, how are you going to sort of during this time when you're with family, how are you going to do, or are you going to do anything different um, for yourself, for your family to honor her or to just um, make it easier, lighter for the family or yourself? Yeah. So that's a great question. And her, with her passing, I was very close to her. Um, 
I feel like the way that I'm going to move forward afterwards is is to keep her spirit alive by by doing what she used to do for the family. She would remember everybody's birthday. She was the smiling. She would be the the life of the party. She'd keep everybody happy. Um, I'm going to, going to take those qualities in her now more than ever, and make sure that within the family unit, it's that that spirit is still alive. So, um, and then I'm, I'm not going to stop talking. We're going to we're going to continue to speak about her in a in a positive light and all the memories that we share. And then her son, uh, her son, her son that's he's about seven years old. He's a very young boy. I'm going to make sure I'm in his life more than ever within her passing. So it's 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 a more so of uh, keeping her spirit alive in a, in a positive light, maintain keeping that support for the people that are really mourning and grieving the her loss and her passing, and um, and just make you know making subtle reminders here and there that like even though she's not here physically, she's always with us within the spiritual, and you know. Paying, paying attention to the signs all around me. If, you know, if I see a cardinal or a blue jay, and, and giving giving those tidbits to my mom and, and my other aunt, who who are dying for a sign to know that she's okay, you know, just to give her that the, that reassurance. Beautiful. I love that, especially the signs that you mentioned. I know. Um, Again, talking to Sarah, and I've had clients that they've had loved ones pass away. Those little signs are really important, especially if you open yourself up again. You got to be willing to see it too. And don't dismiss it that, oh, it's just the Blue Jay. But when you feel like, no, this Blue Jay is something different. It's not my normally seeing Blue Jays or this Cardinal, whatever it is that... Um, it's coming to you. Um, another client of mine, um, her mom had passed away. And um, when I saw her, I think it was a year after her passing. And a couple of times we had the sessions outside and a cardinal came. And I normally around my house, they're full of cardinals and blue jays. But this cardinal I knew was something specific because it came, it was very close to us and sitting looking. And sort of I turned out and I knew it was her mom's spirit. And I told her and she's like, my mom used to love cardinals and, you know, she would be outside her window and for her too. And I think this is something um, other people can do. Cooking was a way that uh, her, she connected with her mom. So mm -hmm. as she was cooking, she would invite her mom's spirit. It's like, you know, come cook with me. And she okay. would say she was getting like, um sort of a feeling of to put a spice in a certain Eesh. way you know or add a certain spice that she wouldn't normally think of things like that also um and she would say you know it felt like i was cooking with my mom present there and i knew she was there it wasn't that oh i'm making it up i could feel that she was there as i was cooking this dish Wow. Um, so invite those signs. I love it. And I'm glad that you're helping your family uh, to see those signs that, hey, she is around, that she's present, and um, it feels good. Yeah, it definitely does. And and like you said, like it, it's, uh, I feel like it all starts with not dismissing the fact that, that, uh, that these signs or, or, you know, that 
she's con continuously with us in the spirit. You know, people would would say it and not really believe it, and kind of close off their lens to the to her probably desperately trying to get their attention. Like, hey, I'm all right, you know. So, so um, it, it begins with the willingness to receive the messages, and and um, and a place of warmth. I feel like too when 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 you do receive them and to use your judgment to to know what exactly is trying to be conveyed. Yeah, and you feel it in your heart. I think that's the difference when you allow it in. In your heart, it does feel different. Right. Um, you know, when a long time ago, I know when my uh, grandfather and my uncle passed away, I was very close to both of them. And I could feel like there were times I would feel like there was a shoulder, like, like a hand on my shoulder. I would feel like there's something here. Right. And, you know, you don't say it to other people. It's like at, at that point, you know, I was, this is a long time ago before any of my, uh, of who I was now, who I am now. Right. And uh, I wouldn't say it to anybody feeling like they're going to think I'm crazy. But right now I would like definitely when I feel something, I say it. But yeah, it just felt, I felt it in my heart. Like, no, they're, they're here. He's here. I, I can feel him here. Wow. Wow, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. I but love you gotta let it in, as you said. You gotta let it in. Right, right. And I, I feel like this, these types of conversations will scare a lot of people. You know, people. You know, people who've passed, or when we get into the conversation of um, of spirit or or ghosts, people. As much as they miss their loved one, if if they appear to them within the spiritual, it's, it's kind of a scary phenomenon. And and um. I don't dismiss that feeling, but it, but I do personally think it exists, and it, and if they loved you here in the physical, they're gonna love you there in the spiritual as well, even more. Perfect. Yes, they're gonna love you. The the love is there, and I think that oh, you said this earlier too. If they're trying to take your grief, make your grief grieving process a bit lighter, right, and help you during this time how else can they tell you like i'm good i still love you i'm still here right um so if they're trying to show you that we ask for it it's like you know i wish i knew i just want to feel them you know mm -hmm. and when we do like you said you know fear comes in and we try to either dismiss it or that fear doesn't let us connect as easy um I always go to, if it feels good to you, let the fear go. If it's something that right now it's, it feels good in your heart, it's settling in, it's um, making you feel at ease and at peace, allow it in, invite it in. Yes. There is no harm in that. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I love that. I love that. So what else uh, during this holiday, uh, what do you think would be other good things for people just in general that, um, is there a difference? I mean, like we were talking about this earlier. I know there's a big <laughs> age. I'm going to be 51 in a couple of weeks, but um, is there anything different? Do you, do you handle things differently? I mean, do you think, yeah, you know, you look at your parents and you, is there a way that they do things differently than you? Did you wish like everybody was, you know, more in tune? 
I'm so I'm I'm 28, and I'm I, I told I mentioned earlier like I I feel like as we get older the holidays become more depressing, but it's not the case for everybody. But that that was just something I, that came out. Um, I feel like I'm now I'm transitioning from from the receiving the gifts end to now get to more of the giving. I'm at that point in life, so now the holidays are different in the sense that like I I it'll make me happier to see somebody else smile from a gift than than me getting one. So. So that's how it's been changing for me, and I I made I came to the realization that like I don't have to put myself in debt or financial burden mm-hmm. to make you know my loved ones happy because that's how I used to think before I was like wow so it's a special it's Christmas is special they probably got me a nice gift um, if you're not in a position to to do that if you have to go use a credit card or go into debt or take a loan out don't this it's never worth it I don't think in, in yeah. these particular situations. And um, to just be, your, your presence speaks volumes during, during the holidays. That's why, so I'm going in with that approach and um, I'm looking I'm looking to express more meaningful, meaning versus tangible. And and um, that's, that's just basically the approach I'm in right now, within the space I'm in right now. I think you're right. I don't. I didn't know if it came with age or with just like I said. I switched to the place of not having to do certain things a certain way. So for us, actually, like the adults, we don't really give each other presents. If we do, it's something really um, small. Like if I know, like my sister loves chocolate, you know, right. and I went out and I saw this, you know, nice dark chocolate. I'll get it for her something like that but for most part the adults we don't give gifts to each other anymore right and um you know even it was interesting this was the first year even for my son it started last year and this year even more Mm -hmm. that he was like you know it's okay if you guys don't get me stuff you know i don't need a lot of stuff there's stuff that i need you know like clothes and stuff you know he's always growing out of clothes so he said, you know, I'll give you a list of my clothes that I need. And pretty much, and he kept saying, he's like, mom, don't get me a lot of stuff. Don't get me anything, you know. Um, and even when the family insisted, it's like, okay, we're going to get you some stuff. So can you give us a list? It was <laughs> funny. He gave them the list and he's like, don't feel like you have to get me everything on this list. <laughs> wow. You see? So <laughs> it, it changed for him too. Absolutely, absolutely. I feel like there comes a point in time, like I, as you get older, you start to realize, like I pretty much have everything I need, you know, and and um, you 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 seriously becoming. Me personally, I've, I've transitioned into like I'd rather chase experiences versus tangible things. So, so um, if if we're in a, a gift exchange and then we exchange gifts to like you know, a plane ticket somewhere we've never been, yeah. something like that. I feel like that that gives me more thrill than, you know, something that I could use with my hands. And I just, I, I don't know. I, I feel like as I got older, that's just where my mind and my, my heart is taking me. Yes. Quality versus quantity. Exactly. Exactly. And that's really the bottom line of this time. It's more quality of that time that you're spending together not quantity you you know and that's the point um, 
again, there are all sorts of families and there's some right now going through healing process. They've had things happen in the past and you might be going through your healing process. As you mentioned, there's people that are not there, that were there before. So every family has their own thing. And I, again, the quality of the time that you spend together is more important than, hey, you know, I have to be here you know, 10 hours today and yeah. I got to do things. No, if you, you really are going through something, make that time that you're there, the quality of that time, even if you're there for 30 minutes, even if you're there for like a couple of hours, let that be a quality, what you want to be there. And when the time is that you need a break, you need to be on your own, allow yourself to take that break for whatever reason if you need to grieve by yourself if you need to take a break to realign with yourself or just ground yourself give yourself that time to do that and then later again you might want to come back to um, get together again you know leave for an hour come back but again I think it's important during this time do quality versus quantity no matter in gifts and the time you spend together. Yeah. Um, that, that to me is like the number one rule. hundred percent. And that's, that's beautifully put. It's, it's all about the quality versus the quantity and, uh, and being intentional with it too. You know, that not allowing the, the, the weight of the moment drift you all over the place and, and uh, put unnecessary stress on your heart. It's uh, just using you know, using that time intentionally to, to, to bask in as much love as possible. One more question for you. We're also going into the new year. So are you the type of person that likes new year resolutions? Do you do that or not? Honestly, um, honestly, no, I'm, I'm, I, uh, I'm not, I'm not into big into new year's <laughs> resolutions. It's like, uh, Throughout the year, I you know I set goals for myself and and um, would like typically and mostly stay consistent with you know my way of life and, and what I want out of life. So to to just marginalize it to one day and one year, I, it kind of it's, it's a counterintuitive for me. So I don't do New Year's resolutions. <laughs> How about yeah. you? No, I don't. I. Um... I don't think I was ever big on New Year resolution. It never made sense to me. Like, you know, because again, it was like you're putting so much stress on New Year. Like, okay, New Year is coming. I have to be the best at this, best at that. Rather right. than, you know, I'm going to be me and, you know, each day, you know, exactly. let's say I, like wine, you know, I'm going to get better and better every day. <laughs> right. Fine wine. No, that's, that's exactly. That's so true, and, um, and that's it's not a knock to people that do use resolutions yeah. because some people you you could like it's a necessary pressure and stress you could put on yourself to to get your goals done. But uh, me personally, I feel like it, it it'll be more beneficial to just be yourself, be consistent throughout the year. And if you feel like you're falling behind on your standards, just just you know get subtle reminder and get back up and keep going. Yeah, and you're right. I mean, the, the new again, everybody has their own way of they go through things. If the New Year resolutions help you, by all means, go for it. It's mm -hmm. the, it, everything has to work for you at the end of the day. And if that's something that works, great. 
Um, and my only advice on that is the same as you said, don't let it stress you out. Don't let it be something that, you know, okay, I set some goals and I didn't, you know, a month into the new year, you're all depressed because you didn't reach the goals that you had set out. So make them things that you can, that make sense for you, for who you are today and let it come to you because again there is something called divine time and divine purpose and the more you align yourself with that and let it come to you when the time is right and it's what you need at that time the easier that process of whatever you're trying to achieve you'll get there in a much easier way and um, simpler way Yes, 100%. I have one question for you, too. Yes. As, as we're approaching the new year, um, you know how, how crazy the past two years have been with COVID and everything like that. Do you have any, in your personal worldview lens, you have, do you have any predictions of 2023? What do we expect to see? The world? I'm hopeful. Good. Nice. I'm hopeful because um, I'm seeing... Things may look as if there are things blowing up all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, meaning, like um, you know, you and I talked about this earlier. The revolution that's going on in Iran. There's mm-hmm. um, Ukraine. Even the elections coming up in the U.S. There, there. I feel like there are these pockets just mm, bubbling up and blowing up everywhere. But there's a purpose in that, you know. Right. The healing process, as you know, it's not a it's not as simple as oh, you know, I'm just gonna heal, I'm gonna let it go. Sometimes things in please excuse me, this might be a little bit disgusting way of saying this, but the visuals will be there. It's like a pimple, yeah. you know. That pimple sometimes um, it's there. You feel it. It hurts but you can't pop it or it's not come all of it coming out. It needs that time to fully come, you know, get bigger and come out. And sometimes it needs that push and you get it all out. So right now I feel like those pockets that are of things blowing up everywhere, it's a necessary, you know, again, process for, everybody the healing of this world this earth that we're living in um because all of us at the end of the day we work too hard throughout our history human history to separate Mm -hmm. and we let fear guide us and i feel i'm hopeful that now we're letting go of those separations and those lines that we put there and come letting go of those fears and trying to come more align more with love and peace and who we are um and finding that balance so yeah i'm i'm hopeful for 23 what what about you i like that i like i like hopeful because um same with me i i i I kind of agree in the, the central concept that like and excuse my language, things have to go to complete shit for them to yeah. rebuild and reestablish the new. And yeah. uh, I'm, I'm hopeful in 
and uh, like this this cleansing i would i'd like to use would yes. um is is happening for a reason and um it did i don't think it's beneficial to to you know buy get buy into the fear mongering and think like oh you know this might be it this is the end of the world um rather i feel like it I feel like we uh, we're in a transitionary period. That once we do what we have to do and address the problems that we're currently going through right now, on the other side of that, it's it's, it's going to be very beautiful. But uh, but on on another end, on a completely different end, I see the rapid advancements of technology and you know AI. You know, I know you've seen everybody on Instagram who made AI versions of themselves. I feel like we're progressively moving fast in a world that AI is going to play a big part in. And um, whether that may be, you know, taking jobs and in, in like automated jobs, like, uh, you know, on the phone, secretary, or there's this program out now, right now that, that could write you a full essay just saying, hey, uh, write me an essay on George Washington and it'll, it'll make it in within a matter of seconds. I do see that, um, AI and, and the use of robots are going to start to play a big, bigger role in 2023. So that's how I see it. It's interesting you mentioned AI. I um, hadn't seen all the apps or when I started feeling AI, like it was a before all the app. I mean, some of the apps were there, but not as much as what they were. And I kept like um, just feeling like, how, what does that mean? in our world and especially then it led into the artwork you know as you know i do digital art and now there are all these apps and things and you can say you know for the ai create this and create this artwork and it does it for you and it's kind of like so what does that mean for my art for you know art in general so i played around with some of them and then the app for the profiles different apps came and then i did it and even in that it was funny there were some that gave me these pictures i was like this looks nothing like me like it was like it was i, I cannot say how much it did so i tried different ones and it gave me some it's like okay you know these are at least these look a little bit like me but one thing i found was that even with the art that you'd say, you know, create this, mm -hmm. it was missing the energy yes. behind it. Um, meaning, yes, the AI can create visually a good looking art, like it's beautiful. But that art that a person creates, whether it's somebody like me that is digital art or a photographer that's taking a picture or somebody that's actually painting using whatever medium, there's an energy, I'm putting an energy into this. Mm -hmm. Even in that essay, when you are reading a book or a blog or anything, that person that created that blog or essay put a piece of their energy in there. Those words they use had their energy. That's why I always say, you know, be mindful of what you're reading and what you're seeing because there's an energy in it and that person put that energy. So if you're feeling a certain way, mm -hmm. check and see if it's, if it's mine or if it's it just came because I was seeing this or reading this. Mm -hmm. And so that energy is important, which I 
cannot see a robot or AI being capable of that energy. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a, that's a great way of looking at it. Definitely. 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 And especially in the world of art where, where, you know, you could feel what the mood that person was in at the given time where they created their piece or, or a song, you know what I'm saying? Where that could incite an emotional response in your heart. I don't, I definitely don't see AI robots being able to replicate that. That's, that's real. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Thank you so much, Samir. I, as always, I loved our talk. It was excellent. I hope everybody, you enjoyed it as well. And you were able to take something for yourselves. Um, please share, comment, like, tell us if you want us to cover. And hopefully maybe in 2023, I know we've been, I've been posting uh, recorded shows, but maybe we can move it to do some live shows as well. So you guys can join us live and start asking your questions right when we're uh, having the show. Um, thank you, Samir. Thank you, everybody. Wishing you. you all happy holidays, however you're celebrating. Sending you all much love. Happy holidays. Thank you for having me, too. So I appreciate it, as always. Mm -hmm. Love. Bye, everyone.